Good, glorious morning. I'd call this being called up. Being called up. Stay the way, stay the way. No matter what life brings, you've got to stay the way. Why? Why being called up? Well, because on this May 25th, this Memorial Day, there is a verse that jumps out at me matching uh, this be called up idea. And so being the 25th would be in Proverbs chapter 25, just reading through the verses. I'd encourage you to read through all of them. There's 28. It won't take you long. But my encouragement here comes from verse 7. And I'm going to pray and ask God to bless this. So, Lord, if you would be so gracious to work through this verse and this application for your glory. In the hearts and minds of all who would hear it, Lord, please echo it in eternity for your glory. Amen. For better it is that it be said unto thee, that's like saying unto you, or to you, God's talking to you, says, come up hither, come up, come here. Then thou should be puttest lower in the presence of the prince, whom thine eyes have seen. So let's put it all together. For better it is that it be said unto you, come up hither, come up here, that thou, that's you, should be put lower in the presence of the prince, whom thine eyes have seen. Why are we, why are we saying it this way? Well, the grand picture in the Bible is the marriage supper of a lamb which is the time in which the church, meaning me and you, if you believe in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, will be captured, will be raptured up. The Greek word is called harpazo. You can look it up in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Harpazo is like the 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 taking away, the, it's like what, when a little kid is not behaving and you lift them up or you see them like falling into a fire and you grab them away, that's harpazo, your harpazo. And the idea in Latin, it, it means the rapture. It means to be caught up, to be taken away. And so when we're taken away from earth, up into heaven, there's a feast that occurs where Jesus, with all of the saints, with all of the people who have accepted him as Savior and Lord from all time, well, up to that point, has a feast, a meal, and you're invited. And just like at any wedding, Jesus would be sitting at the front table this isn't a, a direct picture in the Bible. It's just application. So consider the way a meal is. You invite all of your guests. The most important person is the person who's at the head table. So we're just going to consider that to be Jesus right now. Jesus, being at the head table, has requested you to come and enjoy a great feast, a great meal. It's a huge Christian party. And in that invitation, you may 
look around and say, you know what? I just want to sit up by Jesus. And so you go and you sit directly across from the Savior of all humanity. Now consider this verse. For better it is that it be said unto thee, to you, come up here, than that thou should be put lower in the presence of the prince, whom thine eyes have seen. If you go and sit at the front, and Jesus says to you, um, actually these tables are reserved for the saints who gave up their lives for me. They were martyrs. They lost their lives, like Stephen or Paul or the apostles. And you sit there, and now you're being asked, hey, this isn't your table. Will you please back up? That is a terrible place to be. I don't know if you've ever done that. I have done that. That is a not fun place to be. However, I have also sat at the back. And having been asked, hey, we would like to recognize you. We would like to honor you. Would you please come forward? Would you please come up? Maybe they even have some, you know, opportunity for you to say something. Would you please come here? And so, in that case, you're being put higher in the presence of this, in this, in this verse, the prince. So, you have an opportunity to be humble, and we're told all through Proverbs that humility is our safety net. If I'm humble, I go, Lord, I don't understand what's happening, please help me. Um, or I've sinned greatly, please forgive me, that humility is our safety net. And pride destroys us, that we'll go for a grand fall, a grand tumble, if we continue on. So all of those things coming together, it's, it's good to be humble. And then why this last little bit, verse 7, whom thine eyes have seen. I would submit to you, this is just my theory, my idea. We have witnessed God in the flesh, that's God incarnate, the creator of the universe, we have witnessed as human beings, as people, on this earth. That Jesus walked on this planet, he lived a life that you and I cannot live that is a perfect life. He never sinned. Never, not once. And he died a death that you and I all deserve. We deserve eternal separation from God. And I'm, those aren't my words. Those are from Romans. For the wages of sin is death. Separation. And Jesus, in three days rose again from the dead. And that means he came back from the dead. He is alive today. He has been alive since that resurrection. And he now knocks at the doorpost of your heart, saying, Behold, I knock at the door. Anyone who hears me and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him 
and he with me. He wants to have fellowship with you. He wants to be your friend. The God of the Bible wants to be your friend. But you have a choice. You do not have to open that door. You can say, no, no, I'm busy. I've got laundry to do. And walk away. And Jesus will not, because he is a gentleman, he will not come in. He might come the next day or the next year. uh, But he will not force his way into your heart. That's something that you get to choose. That's the free will gift of God. That's the free choice. He will not take that choice away. So you can do whatever you like. Now, I believe when it says, in whom thine eyes have seen, that we have, as a whole, seen God walk on this earth. And we know, even from secular history, meaning outside of the Bible, so you want multiple sources, this is a good one, you can look into it yourself. The works of Dr. Simon Greenleaf who was a Harvard professor of law. He actually set the foundations there. And you can do the research yourself. He wrote a book on this. So um, him not being a a Christian, not believing in Jesus, looked into all the evidence and said, you know what, absolutely without question, there is so much evidence that Jesus Christ lived, died, and was resurrected that it's undeniable in a court of law. That's a pretty strong statement coming from a lawyer. And so, even from outside the Bible, we can say, there's something to this. And my warning to you is you have an opportunity to accept Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. Maybe this Memorial Day. Maybe some have gone before you and they died and they didn't accept Jesus. That's really sad. You, however, or for those who did accept Jesus as Savior and Lord, and you accept him as Savior and Lord, you selfishly would get the opportunity to see them again in heaven, probably at the marriage supper of the Lamb. And so the invitation right now, today, is that you take this opportunity to not walk away, to not miss out, to say, Jesus, I know I'm a mess. Will you help me? Will you forgive me? Will you help me to have uh, that new life that you promise in your Bible, in your word? And he will. And then all of a sudden, this verse 7, when it says, Whom thine eyes have seen, becomes very real to you. Very personal. And that's my desire and prayer for you today. That you would make this personal. Father, I pray for anyone who's heard this and they're on the fence. They're saying, I don't know if I want to do this or not. You love them unconditionally, not because they deserve it, but because you are a holy, perfect God and you want us. I don't understand why, but I'm so thankful you do. I pray that you do that work in hearts and lives today that you work in me and the believers around us, Lord, that we would share that hope and glory with those around us today. For your glory, in your namesake, Jesus, amen.
You've got to stay the way 